Cyberpunk taken down, hunting down a serial leaker from number 10, and someone hacking America's nukes. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Friday 18th of December. Before we start today's briefing, just a heads up that we're taking a break over the Christmas period, so you won't be seeing new briefings until the new year. So be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, the podcast, or the newsletter to be notified when we return. All of those things are linked in the description of this episode. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we discuss video games. Specifically, we're going to discuss one of the most anticipated games of the year, Cyberpunk 2077. For those of you who don't know, this is a video game set in a dystopian future, loosely based on the film Blade Runner. It features an open world map and everything you'd expect from a dystopian city. Big skyscrapers, futuristic cars and odd looking gadgets. The game's reported to have cost $330 million to make and has faced several setbacks. The pandemic has obviously made the production a lot harder and the game was delayed on several occasions in order to give staff the time to iron out kinks. This meant the developer received a lot of attention due to criticisms made over the welfare of their workers. However, following its release, the next-gen consoles and PC version garnered a lot of high praise. There was a lot of hype, but on the right system, the game seemed to live up to it. In fact, the PC version of the game received a Metacritic score of 87. On the last generation of consoles, Xbox One and PS4, it was a different story though, with technical bugs and performance issues plaguing the release, infuriating gamers and making these versions significantly worse and less playable than the next-gen and PC variants. Due to these problems, the PlayStation Store has decided to remove the game, making it completely unavailable for purchase. They've also offered refunds to those who've bought a copy of the game in the past, all of which is incredibly uncommon for such a high-profile AAA title. Nonetheless, once the bugs are sorted out, the game will go back on sale on the PlayStation Store. But let's hope for gamers over the Christmas period, this doesn't end up taking too long. In the second story of the Daily Briefing today, we talk about a clever ploy used to find a leaker in number 10. It's fair to say that over the last few months, the government has somewhat struggled with leakers. Many of the tier reviews have been leaked before the official announcement, and in November, the lockdown was also leaked prior to its announcement, causing an impromptu press conference on Halloween. Today though, the Chief Whip came up with a cunning plan to weed out the potential leaker. He decided to send out an email to ministerial aides about leaking. He worded the email roughly as follows. There seems to be a lack of clarity in what's expected of you in your position as private parliamentary secretary or vice chair. I would like to take this opportunity to remind you of the severe consequences that you will face should you choose to breach the ministerial code. We say that's roughly what he sent because he actually sent a slightly different email to all of the different ministerial aides. The thing is that one version ended up on the website Guido Forks. Due to the specific wording on the website, the chief whip found out exactly who leaked it, as each email was slightly different and only matched one recipient. The leaker was revealed to be Andrew Lua, the parliamentary private secretary to Kit Malthouse, the policing minister. He maintains his innocence, claiming that in nearly 20 years of elected office, I've never leaked to the press. Despite this, he was sacked from his position. In the final story of the briefing today, we discuss the news of a hack in the US. 
Last night, it was announced that hackers have made their way into US federal departments, including Homeland Security and the Treasury. While very little is currently known about the hack, it's believed that the hackers gained access by using malicious code on a piece of software used on government computers. The US Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency claimed that this attack was well-resourced and focused, adding that it posed a grave risk to the government. Most shockingly though, the Energy Department and its National Nuclear Security Administration was one of the departments that fell victim to the attack, and part of their responsibilities include maintaining the nuclear stockpile. It's expected that Russia could be behind the attack, but the investigation is ongoing. Anyway, for those of you who think the news is too long, then you're going to have to wait until the new year, I'm afraid. We're taking a break over the Christmas period, refreshing our batteries, planning new upgrades for the series, and we'll be back in the new year. If you do want to be notified as soon as we're back, then you can be notified by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.